Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host, Masters in Exercise Science and Minor in Reality, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. Last week, we started a review of nutrition and began with carbohydrates. Now, most people think of carbohydrates as the really gooey, squishy danishes and all that good stuff. And they think that if you eat them, you're going to get fat because that's what you keep getting told. The review of the literature states that eating carbohydrates is not what makes you fat. It's eating too many carbohydrates that makes you fat. Also, eating too much fat or eating too much protein, any of it, if you take in too many calories, that's what makes you fat. That being said, this week we're going to continue our look at carbohydrates and talk about some that are better for you than others and some that are actually seem to be quite miraculous for your health. As a quick review, carbohydrates are molecules that are made up of smaller molecules called sugars. If it's one or two molecules long, it's called a simple carb. If it's longer than three, molecule, three molecules or longer, it's called a complex carbohydrate. A lot of people refer to those as good carbs and bad carbs. I caution you, please don't call your food bad. Well, unless, of course, you're cleaning out the refrigerator and you open that carton and there's that really foul-smelling something in there that you cannot recognize at all. You can call that bad. But as far as good food, don't call it bad. Go back to my favorite, the donut. If you call a donut, that's bad food. That's junk food. And then whenever the box of donuts is sitting in the break room at work and you break down and you eat a donut, then you think, I ate bad food. If I eat bad food, then I'm more of a bad person. And it, it weighs on you psychologically. So don't refer to food as good or bad. Some may be better than others for you, but it's not as simple as good and bad. We also talked about the purpose of carbohydrates. The only purpose of carbohydrates in your body is to provide energy. Well, except for fiber, but we'll get into that later. All of the other macromolecules, the fat, the protein, they build up body structures. None of you is built out of carbohydrates. You may think you're sweet enough to be made out of sugar, but you're not. So we're going to take these all apart. All of them except fiber are going to be taken apart into their component sugars and go out into the bloodstream. So as far as your body's concerned, I don't care how healthy of a carbohydrate you eat or how unhealthy of a carbohydrate you eat as far as the way you're looking at good food, bad food thing again, your body doesn't know the difference. It goes into the bloodstream and it's just a sugar molecule at that point. Now, the more refined the carbohydrate is, the more out of its natural state that it happens to be, the faster it's going to go into the bloodstream probably, and it could cause a spike in blood sugar. However, if you're going to do strenuous exercise, like I said, then you can mitigate that fact. Also, if you eat some protein and fat with it, uh, if you're not going to do strenuous exercise, if you eat protein and fat with it, it will help mitigate that and slow the release into the bloodstream. So once again, they're not good carbs and bad carbs. They may be faster absorbing carbs and slower absorbing carbs. But when it gets to your bloodstream, people say, well, you don't want to eat that because it, it's got too much sugar in it. But if you eat something that's more complex carbohydrate, it's still got that same amount of sugar in it because your body is going to take it in as sugar. And that sugar we've been taught to think of as bad because, I mean, face it, too much dietary intake of sugar probably isn't good for you. But once it gets to your bloodstream, there are parts of your body, like your brain, 
that absolutely refuse to eat anything other than glucose. Your muscles and some other tissues, they will consume whatever they can. Your brain is kind of picky about what it eats. So if you don't take in enough carbohydrates, your body has to make sugar. So it will take apart muscle tissue. It will take apart things that you want to keep and make sugar out of it to make sure that your brain gets fed because your brain needs food so you can stay alive. So that pretty well covers the carbohydrates that we digest and we absorb. But there's the other kind of carbohydrates. It's just a tiny difference in the molecular structure that makes from a complex carbohydrate into fiber. Fiber, once you eat it, it doesn't really digest. Some of it dissolves, some of it doesn't dissolve. You've got soluble fiber and unsoluble fiber, but pretty much it does not dissolve. It passes through. So if you don't digest it, if it just passes through, what good is it? Well, according to the literature, it reduces your risk for heart disease, stroke, high blood pressure, diabetes, obesity, gastrointestinal disorders. It improves your blood levels of cholesterol, triglycerides, and blood sugar. It helps you in weight loss. It improves your immune system, and it helps you poop regularly. So obviously, fiber is extremely good for you, and we need a lot of dietary fiber. The bad news is, almost everyone does not like fiber. They don't like the flavor of it. They don't like the texture of it. They just don't like it. We've spent a lot of time and a lot of effort in our society taking the nutrient-rich fiber out of our food. Take, for instance, when you make white bread. You take out 25 or so nutrients whenever you remove the bran and the germ of the wheat. Then you enrich the flour by putting five of them back. So for about 20 nutrients, you lose 70 to 80% of them and call it enriched flour. Now, the good news is it makes it taste so much better because a cake made with whole wheat flour is kind of weird texture. Don't really like that. So we like the nice soft white flour and it does a great job for making bread. Um, however, it takes a lot of the nutrients out and it takes all the fiber out. And remember that really long list of stuff I said that fiber was so good for? Without the fiber in there, you don't get those benefits. Another thing, if you remember last week, I mentioned the cheese sandwich made with whole wheat bread and cheddar cheese took more calories. I, I did happen to attend a workshop this week that says that carbohydrates that you consume that don't contain the fiber with it, you use about 5% of the calories, it's about 5 out of 100, to digest it. With the fiber still with it, it takes 20% of the calories. So, that gives you an extra 15 out of every 100 calories that it takes to digest any of the food that still contains fiber. Foods high in fiber also contain more phytonutrients, which are microscopic amounts of vitamins and minerals that we really need, that they're not even, you don't find them in multivitamins. They also help feed the good gut bacteria, which is something we'll talk about in another episode. But all of these things together show why you really need a diet high in fiber. Now, the way you get a diet high in fiber is to eat carbohydrates that are in their least processed form. And that's the least processed form you can stand it. You know, I'm not advocating that you go out and grab a handful of dry wheat and chew on it. But if you can eat fresh fruits and vegetables, minimally processed, um, 
that's great. If you're going to make a cake, don't use whole wheat flour. It's going to taste horrible. Um, at least I think it is. So, you know, use some judgment. It's not bad to have the processed in smaller amounts. If you want to live longer and have more healthy days, try to work more low processed foods in there, more whole grains. Make sure you're getting your 30 grams of fiber every day. You know, look for things that say an excellent source of whole grain on it. Um, oatmeal, certain cereals, uh, things like that. Fresh fruits and vegetables, salads, all of these things, they make great snacks and they're great for you. So that about does it for carbohydrates with the exception of your homework. Hey, I taught school for 28 years. I've got to give homework once in a while. So your homework is actually pretty good. I want you to find something you like that is a minimally processed fruit, vegetable, or whole grain. Like right now, it's apple season. I don't know when you're going to listen to this, but when I'm recording it, it's apple season. Go get a bag of good crisp apples that you like. You can get some cut up vegetables, put them in a bowl and keep them in the refrigerator. Uh, It's okay to have a little bit of ranch dressing with them. You don't have to just eat them plain unless you just like them plain. Substitute one of these really cool 12 grain artisanal breads for the bread that you're going to have on your sandwich. Just do something to get one more serving of high fiber, high nutrient food in your diet per day for the next week. So if you do that, homework done, and it's pretty tasty homework. Next week, we're going to look at protein, which is another very misunderstood macromolecule. We'll talk about what you, how much protein you need, what you need it for, and some myths surrounding protein. So tune in next week as we try to make fitness funner, and hopefully I'll be able to include some tasty homework then. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.